0: to the Dinosaur Man sidecast with me, Alex Hudson. This week, I'm going to be going into a film that has probably already been covered by the Dinosaur Man nerdcast boys, but I thought I would um, give a different opinion on it. Uh, Watched it recently and, for the first time, um, did not enjoy it as much as they seem to. Uh, They insist that it gets better every time they watch it, and I'm hoping so because it wasn't great when I watched it for the first time. Uh, it is Man of Steel, the late the last um, attempt at a s- Superman film, the one that kickstarted the DC film universe or multiverse or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah, let's get into it then. Um, so, first of all, for those uninitiated with DC comics, come on. Superman's the oldest fucking comic book character isn't he? Um he's been around since what the 30s or something like that. Symbol of America, how great you can be if you're in America and how anyone could be super, anyone can be a superhero if they just work hard and sell out to a bigger company when they come to buy them out or, you know, whatever. Um the film itself is not terrible. I didn't enjoy it, but it's not terrible. Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, is fine. He does a decent job, I'd say. Um, He's very angry, is, is what I get from the film. I'm sure most people would be angry if they found out that they weren't from Earth all along. But it just, I don't know, it feels... It doesn't feel well thought out. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's going to pay off when they release Batman vs Superman next year. Um, But watching it for the first time, I was left with actually not that many questions. Uh, General Zod, I found to be quite a sympathetic character, um, because actually all he was trying to do was save his race. So why why is Superman insisting on killing him? Spoiler alert. Um, Superman kills General Zod at the end. Um, Michael Shannon, who plays General Zod, is fantastic. Really good performance from him, as always. I mean, you go back years and you, you'll you struggle to find a bad Michael Shannon performance. He's solid consistently throughout anything he does. Um, really good in Boardwalk Empire and Revolutionary Road. Really shines in those... He comes through really well in this, mainly because, uh, aside from him, there's no one really putting in a, a solid performance. They're, they're all fine, but Amy Adams, I've got serious problems with. I just cannot watch her in this film and go, yeah, you're low." Like, like, is it the script that's bad? I it might be. It just seems like every five minutes, she's reminding us that she's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist or whatever, and you just kind of feel like, Okay, we get the point that you're trying to create a strong female role in a superhero film, which is something that they haven't really succeeded with a lot. Iron Man 3 tries to do it as well. We'll probably go into that in a separate sidecast. But it just ends up being really annoying. She she doesn't come across as a three-dimensional character. She comes across one-dimensional. She then starts swooning over fucking Superman towards the end of the film. It just, it doesn't feel like there's any progression there. And it's one of these films where it's doing the origin story again. Now, the origin story for Superman is fairly straightforward in that he came from another planet. Job done. His old planet getting destroyed, whatever. And then there we go. He's he's now on Earth. And that's it. It just feels Done. In the same way that we've seen the Spider-Man story so many times that it feels like we don't need to see a Spider-Man origin story. We just need to get straight into... Right, you know that Spider-Man exists. He's saving people. Oh, you know Superman exists. He's saving people. Mm -hmm. Just do that. Major issues with the script, more than anything. the, The plot seems... It doesn't feel like a Superman film. It just feels like it's a... I know that we're trying to go darker with everything these days. You know, since since Nolan did... Uh, Nolan acted as... I think he wrote the story or something. He co-wrote the story, was it? Or didn't co-write it, but there we are. Yeah, so he came up with the story with David S. Goyer, who then did the screenplay. Heavily involved with um the Dark Knight trilogy as well. Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy reintroduced a gritty Batman considering the last batman we'd seen was nipple batman of course it was going to have to go somewhere else i'm just wondering whether all the films in the dc universe now are going to have to just follow this same track of uh well we're going to shoot them so they're quite grainy they look there's a there's almost like a grey filter on everything in the film and surely a deliberate choice it just I don't know. I can't get on board with Zack Snyder at the moment. I can't see... I, I'm sure that Batman versus Superman is going to be great. I'm sure it's going to be a big spectacle and everyone's going to be happy. But not everyone. There will be fanboys who aren't happy. Of course there will. I'm looking forward to it personally. I think that Ben Affleck has got a really good chance to cement himself as the best Batman since Michael Keaton. Probably better than Michael Keaton. If he does it in the right way, you know... Each different Batman takes it a different way, but personally I feel like so far there's only been one good portrayal of Batman in recent years and that was Michael Keaton in, what, 1989. So, come on guys, let's, let's try and update that. And so I think Ben Affleck's got a really good chance. I just can't get on board with Zack Snyder as he spends far too long trying to make things look pretty, I think. And this film, he really doesn't make it look pretty. He makes it just look overcast all the time. It looks like there's just drizzle, constant drizzle in this film, uh, which is actually my review of the film itself, just constant drizzle. In the same way that Watchmen and 300 were done in a very unique way, I can't really get on board with him as a director for anything. Uh, I, I know he's doing the Justice League films as well. Or at least is involved with them in some way. I don't know if he's directing them, but it, I just feel like he as a director may not be someone I can even, I can get on board with in any way at all at the moment. And this is coming from someone who has got a serious dislike for Sucker Punch. It was so, so terrible. But yeah, the, the film covers the necessary ground. They needed to do this film to set up the next one. To set up Batman versus Superman. I can understand that. And so I know why it's done this way. It feels like there's so much wasted time. It feels like they spend way too long looking at Lois Lane as a character. And not actually getting anywhere with her. It feels like it sort of falls short of what it's supposed to be. Yeah she's supposed to come across as a interesting character and she just doesn't she doesn't have anything going for her in my in my she she just seems a little bit one dimensional and it just seems to be a franchise that they don't again a bit like uh Fantastic 4 that just I don't know maybe it can't be done right at the moment maybe it's just not possible to get it quite working perfectly In summary, though, you know, Michael Shannon plays a very good villain in it. But actually, I think that he's probably quite a sympathetic character because you can kind of understand his reasoning behind what he's doing. Henry Cavill is fine as Superman. He's, you know, puts in a decent performance. Kevin Costner gets eaten up by a hurricane quite early on. So, fine, get rid of him, don't need him. I can still never understand why Russell Crowe is getting in stuff still. Can we stop pretending that he's decent? Yeah, so a necessary film. Not necessarily a good film, but a necessary film nonetheless. I'm more excited for Batman vs. Superman, mainly for the addition of Batman, I'm guessing. Still not 100% convinced that Zack Snyder is the person to do it, but that's too late. You know, he's signed up for however many films. And I'm just a little bit worried now that every single film in the franchise is going to have to have this sort of grey hue to it, to make sure that it follows this path that we've gone down with Batman uh, with uh, Superman. As always, feel free to disagree with me on Twitter at DM Sidecast. I'm sure that there will be plenty of people, especially the ones from the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast, who will come on there and say, "Oh no, well, you're wrong because of this, this, and this." And please tell me if I am, and I will gladly listen to you and probably ignore your points. But maybe we'll get into a debate. Maybe you'll win me round. Probably not. I'm quite strong willed. Get in touch with me on Twitter. Keep subscribing on the, uh, on the old iTunes. Um, yeah, so this should be, we should be heading into sort of October now, uh, if my releasing schedule goes sort of to plan if that's the case I think it's great and we've got a horror month lined up now that will sort of hopefully fall in quite nicely we'll be doing I'll be doing two a week still and covering films that you will have heard of definitely um, but also some horror films that might have slipped under your radar started off the, this podcast with The Babadook so I won't be covering that but please if you're looking for something to start off October with You don't need to look any further than The Babadook. It's on the UK Netflix. It's fantastic. But yeah, October should be a good month for it. It'll be films. It might be films from franchises you know, but not necessarily the films from the franchise you would have seen. Um, But also, I'm going to be looking at some more left field choices as well, which hopefully will open your eyes to a few new things. Uh, And then... Back to normal for November, and then December time, I think we'll be going to a Christmas period, so it'll be, there'll be at least four or five um I imagine there'll be at least four or five episodes of Christmas films uh so definitely worth watching out for if you have got any recommendations for me to review, please get in contact, leave me a tweet, and I'll get back to it um and Get a review out there if there's something that you think I need to watch. Um, Particularly if it's a horror film or a Christmas film that you want me to review in those two months, let me know. So, uh, this is the Dinosaur Mad Sidecast. Thanks for listening. I've been Alex Hudson.